Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Alice and Rife Martin, Philip talks about is it really the perfect time to sell your business? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And we got Allison Rife Martin, CPA, comedian, extraordinaire, back on the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we'll start out with a good one, which will lead into the um, why you need a great uh, team to help grow your business. Did you know before crowbars were invented, crows drank alone? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. But it speaks to it speaks to why <laughs> exactly right. But it speaks to why we need a great team because as we know we're getting to the end of the year and a lot of businesses or a lot of you know people are thinking, oh, I'm, t- I'm just tired of doing I'm tired of running a CPA firm or oh, I don't want to sell widgets anymore. I would like to sell my business. And so a lot of you're going to see a lot of activity in terms of selling or buying businesses at the end of the year, A, for tax implications, but B, it's really just kind of a good time to make a good transition. But really it kind of comes down to the question of, is this really the right time to sell your sell a business or buy one? Are you really prepared to buy your business before the end of the year? So I thought we would just kind of talk about some things to think about in terms of succession planning, because again, no one can just walk in and think, Hey, Allison, buy my business for a million bucks. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's talk about it. Cause I know a lot of, I've talked to a few people that are not in a good mood around their business. And I got a question for you about it too, but I'll ask at the end. Let's, let's, let's okay. dig into it. Well, so again, most of us regrettably start to think about selling our business a year before we want to do it. Really what we should be doing is from the minute you start a, your own business, and that is our, you know, obviously our goal as an entrepreneur is to have a successful business. What's your end goal? Start with the end in mind. So you should be doing that from almost day one. Like 10 years from now, I want to retire with a billion dollars. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? So go back and listen to last week's episode on what things you should be thinking about to make sure that you are positioned for success through the identify, protect, and build model. But here we're going to be talking about, you know, the factors that really factor into how viable is your expectation and goal of getting the cabillion dollars you're looking for. So did you know that, what do they call it, the five D's of, you know, can influence the value of your business, meaning death. Like, say, my, my husband and I own a business together and he dies. Well, did I know enough about the business so that I could take over or my kids can take over? You have financial distress. Maybe I had a really bad year of revenue because of COVID or, you know, I just made bad decisions in terms of how to grow. Well, nobody is going to pay me top dollar for a business that they see has failing revenue. They're going to pay 
maybe none, maybe less. So those are, there's also disagreement. Say um, my partner and I in the business just don't like each other anymore, or that we have business you know dis- disagreements about how the business is going. Well, obviously, then we're going to get into our corners and not grow the business the way we're supposed to. And then, of course, there's divorce. <laughs> You know, those, so those are the things that really can impact the value of a business. So again, it goes back to from almost day one that you start a business, start with the end in mind, continually sit there and think that risks, the opportunities and all that. So, you know, those are the things I was thinking that we are important, especially that we get to the end of the year and some people just want to up and sell their business. It doesn't work like that. If you want top dollar, you really have to like keep all these things in mind as you're building your business from an operational standpoint, from an employee standpoint, from a customer standpoint. But if you finally do agree to that, that you're finally ready to sell your business, what's the t- great timing of the exit? Do you sell it before December 31st to a minimum, you know, like maybe there won't be as much in the way of capital gains or this is a good time to have capital gain on the sale of the business or do you wait till January 1st and sell it next year so that you will have a whole year to you know be prepared for the capital gain or to you know put other strategies in place to minimize your tax um, your tax bill so you know those are the that's uh, an an important factor the other thing is to be sure that you've got a great team to review your books, to be sure that your accounting is in proper order, again, so that you can get top dollar because anybody who comes in to buy your business is going to say, show me your books. And if they look like they're out of, in disarray, who's going to want to buy it? Because there's obviously something else going on. No, that's, that's true. And the question I was going to ask you was, is it, isn't it um, from a, not from a timing standpoint, what time of year, but it, have you seen or in your experience, this is what I feel to be true, but the people who get the top dollar for their business or more than what they ask for are oftentimes people who don't even want to sell their business. Is, is that how it works more times than that? <laughs> I was going to say, it isn't just the financial reason you sell your business. It's like, why, why do you want to sell? And in fact, uh, I think studies show that about a year later, uh, almost two thirds of the business owners who sold are like, Ugh, I shouldn't have done it. Because they hadn't prepared for not just the financial change, the emotional change, too, of not being a business owner. So, again, that speaks go, goes back to the idea of start from day one, what's your end goal, so that you are fully prepared to get top dollar and you're ready to just, like, walk away from whatever this great business you grew. Yeah. And what made me think about that was uh, Rob and I on an episode that probably has come out by now. We talked about how wealth building in every aspect of life was was more about the invisible aspects of life than like the visible meaning. If you understand like how wealth is built from a principle standpoint, like principles are things that you like hope, love, peace, joy, patience, faith, discipline, those things you can't see, but you can experience. And I was like, I was like, once you understand that, then you understand Everything, because like in the investment world, you know, like when's the best time to sell the stock of the company that you love, right? Almost always when you don't want to sell it because everybody in the world is going crazy about it and you don't want to give it up. But that's typically the time when you want to give it up. The time to not give it up is when like your emotions are telling you, sell this, sell this, 
that's like that's like a terrible time to give it up, right? Uh, you know, assuming you you own a uh, uh, a great investment, and so I was like, yeah, it's probably the same thing in business. Uh, you probably yeah. shouldn't sell when you feel like selling. You probably should sell when you don't feel like selling, because that right. means you have a great business. Exactly, and you were fully prepared so that and and let's say that even in the event like a spouse died. You know, you still spent time thinking with the end in mind so that you were fully prepared in the event that happened mm-hmm. or, you know, you div- divorced or something like that. Or, you know, you and your had a disability or you and your partner don't want to work together. It still is going to be OK because you both thought through a great plan. Absolutely. Well, let everybody know how they can reach you if they want to review their succession plan uh, with somebody who's knowledgeable around this type of planning. Uh, well, you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And uh, let me see, my Instagram is at atrife. <laughs> so at at rife. <laughs> at at rife. <laughs> well, y'all enjoy your week, and we will talk to you in October. Oh, my gosh. That'll be scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a great week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.